0: Hi, my beautiful angels. Welcome back to another episode of Probably Late to Something. Thank you guys so much for keeping up with these episodes and showing so much love on the Instagram for the podcast at Probably Late to Something. I love all of you guys DMing me and asking me to speak on certain topics and just being vulnerable with me and sharing this safe space with me and just keeping up with all the stories and the merch. Yes, I said merch. If you guys um, haven't seen it, it's going to be on my podcast Instagram, but I'm so excited because I spent hours, honestly, dedicating myself to try to find the perfect design and I made it all myself. So I'm just super proud of it and I love the way it's coming uh, together. I like being able to do it all on my own because it means I get to be hands on in the process of picking out the actual hoodie, uh, how soft it is, how the fabric feels and everything like that. And then also going to the printer myself and speaking to them, finding them myself, making sure that all the vibes that are put into this is just love. I also am not sure if you guys were there beforehand. Uh, When I dropped my first hoodie line, I would be on live packaging them up for you guys and I would hug them and like spray perfume on them. So if you guys saw that, you're the real OG for, um, what was it? Well, I, I, oh my God, I, I'm pretending like we don't even know her anymore. We were talking with Malia. Stop. Like, where did she go? It's so weird, but it's all about growth and evolving and thank you guys for continuing to stay with me and just help me grow and send me good vibes. Um, like I said, I've been really keeping up to date with the podcast Instagram, and I have been taking a lot of DMs and talking to a lot of you guys, um, and I did want to start doing shout outs, so this podcast is for the beautiful Olivia, she's 19 years old, and sadly battling cancer right now um and when you guys reach out to me and say in any way shape or form that i've helped you it genuinely brings tears to my eyes because i wish i could just sit down and truly talk to you one-on-one and tell you how much i appreciate you and give you hugs and just like hold your hand so olivia this episode is for you i am sending you so much love and i keep you in my prayers all the time and i hope everyone that's just listening right now can just send her some healing energy send her some light send her some love and send her some strength to get through this. We love you so 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 much, you beautiful angel, and we are all here for you. You are not alone. So, this episode is for you. Thank you for being here, Angel. So, if you guys do want a shout out or you guys want me to talk about anything specific, like I said, go straight to the Instagram and just put it in my DMs. I have so many more ideas because I've been talking to you guys. So, we're going to be talking about staying up with your gym routine. What a gym routine is. We're also going to be talking about just how to battle that um, insecurity within your body and tips and tricks that I've learned and that I know. And I know we talked about them in the other podcast, but – As we've grown and I've grown, I have a whole bunch of new ideas and ways to phrase like how I'm truly feeling about something. So I'm excited to talk to you guys about that. But this episode is going to be called Fucking Your Fucks, okay? And it's actually funny, the way I came up with this podcast episode was I've been scrolling through my um, iPad recently and I, like I think I said this before, I never knew how much I used to write until recently. Because Ben, when I was writing, uh, reading out some of my uh, works that I made recently, Ben was like, wow, you're really good at writing. And I was like, really? Like, actually? And he was like, yeah, like, I actually think the way you like word things and phrase things, it gets right to the point. And I felt so like accomplished in that so I started going through um, my iPad and I realized I used to write so many things if some of you guys um bought my um ebook that I made I think like over like a year and a half ago uh it was called a love letter to you I wrote or I put in there my first love letter that I wrote to myself back in I think 2018 or 2019 and I shared that with you and what I was genuinely like writing to myself and how I was talking to myself and that kind of started my entire like, self love journey back, like, I think it was a junior or a senior in high school. Um, so. I put that in there for you guys and I've been working on my second ebook uh, that I really want to put as much energy into it as possible so I think it's going to be a while till, till it releases. I think I might do um, a second ebook, A Love Letter to You Volume 2, but I also think I'm just going to write a genuine book and that's going to take a very long time because it has to be perfect because I want it to be like hardcover and like something that you can genuinely like hold in your hand and I want to like kiss the inside of every single book <laughs> so that you guys know that like Leo's there. Um, but anyways, that's a story for another time. Um, but I was noticing how much I was writing and one of the stories was literally called fuck your fucks or one of the journal entries or whatever you'd want to call it. Um, short stories was called fuck your fucks. And when I tell you, I roasted myself. Like, I absolutely roasted myself and dragged myself. Let me know what you guys think about me starting a blog, because some of these things are so cute. Like, I've been kind of blogging on my Instagram for the podcast and just, like, like posting some of my short stories there. But I don't know if I should just genuinely start, like, a webpage for myself and just go ham there. But um, let me know if you guys would even look at that or be interested. But I roasted myself so heavily. Like, I was talking about the boys that I was dealing with at the time and how they were, like, literal pieces of shit and how I had no- self-worth and my self-esteem was trash, which is why I was dealing with trash. It was crazy because like looking back at it now, I, I look at myself, I'm like, damn, to be so young and to be so like aware of like what the hell I was doing and like be able to call myself out. Like I, I love that because sometimes you, you, you are the only one that you're going to actually listen to. And if people can tell you something about yourself all day long and, you know, obviously, certain circumstances it's okay like if your friends are worried about you and they're like yo like what the heck you can't be out partying every night you know what i mean but you at the end of the day are the only one that's going to be able to make that change and like do what you need to do to be your best version so i wanted to make this podcast about that it's called fucking your bugs I also used to do little challenges, so uh, the challenge for this one, if you guys are interested, would be filming yourself saying, I don't give a fuck, what is meant for me will find me, and if you want to tag me in that, I will definitely be watching for those, and I think I've talked about it before, but one of my favorite books, I listened to it in the audio, 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 okay, hold on, hold on, let me just... (laughs) <laughs> the audio bowl, whatever, you know what I'm saying? That version. Um, And it's called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. And I genuinely loved it so much. It made me laugh so hard. Uh, One of the quotes from it says, I feel like shit, but who gives a fuck? And I just think that sums up the way that We kind of need to have that attitude towards life. We have an existential crisis in this like country. I mean, I guess I don't know where you guys are listening to. Obviously, I'm in America. I think a lot of you guys are too, but you know, I think we have first world problems for sure. And you know, we're stressing out about our Instagram posts and like if we're relatable enough or like how people are viewing us and our outfits and our clothes and like, you know, we're not really dealing with anything major I mean obviously some of us definitely are but you know what I mean on that surface surface level like anxiety and like things like that like a lot of it stems from like people and like the way that we're like so worried about how people view us and we don't allow ourselves to just like have a bad day and I think I talked about this before on like my first episode about like toxic positivity like we are all striving so hard to be perfect and you don't have to be it's okay to have a bad day like if you feel like shit that's fine who gives a fuck feel like shit for that day and then wake up the next morning and and feel better you know and strive to do better and give yourself the The leniency and the leeway to be able to feel like shit without literally making it such a big deal. You know, and I I was reading, too, about um, this study from the American Journal of Psychiatry that showed a 16 percent decrease in depression among adults who were spiritual while their parents had this disease like depression and anxiety, a 16 percent decrease because they had um, a religion or they focused on a faith or they were spiritual. Right. And in the subtle art of not giving a fuck, it says that there's a problem with faith, right? Because faith assigns a meaning to the suffering, like there's a greater purpose for yourself. And I just love the way that that feels again I would never be the type of person I'm not pushing God on you I'm not pushing reading the Bible I I do have some quotes that are from that but I think that generally me if most of you guys know I'm a very spiritual person Um, I started meditating when I was like 17 years old and started doing yoga and started reading all of the gurus books and things like that I loved talking about the universe and how you can be connected to the energy that's flowing through grass and trees and water and birds and animals like I just that's really where I connect uh recently I did go through a really low point in my life I guess it was about a year ago well last November um I ended up going to the little uh mental psych ward and I got my grippy socks it was so cute 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 um but obviously I got there because I was dealing with a lot and I wasn't allowing myself the time to just be sad I wasn't allowing myself to have a bad day without making it seem like I was failing myself when in general have a bad day no one gives a fuck it's fine you know it's okay to feel bad sometimes but I just put so much pressure on myself so when I got out I really wanted to you know implement something in my life and get involved in something you know because yes when you're spiritual you have like little groups and you can go to yoga and stuff but for me personally like I didn't find too many outlets. So that's when I decided to start going to church and I do not regret it. Even if you don't believe in, you know, necessarily everything the Bible says, because I surely think and question a lot of things, you know, I'm not like a strict, like this is the way it is. There's no other route to it. You know, I'm like a see it to believe it type of person. But I do think that being able to be in an area with so many beautiful people that genuinely do just like hope for love and hope for purpose and have faith. Is It's a powerful thing, and I love being involved in that energy, you know, just kindness. I think it goes far, and I do think that there are things that you can take from the Bible that are just genuinely, like, good stories, like the story of David and things like that. Like, I think, and I will talk about uh, that another time. Ben was actually the person to uh, show that to me because I personally have never truly read the Bible. I like tried to, but the only one I can like kind of get down with is the one with pictures because all the words is just like, oh my God, like and there's, there's so much in there. I just started opening like the picture Bible version for kids and I would like read like a story. Um, still have not finished the Bible. Ben's read it back and forth a billion times, especially like his sobriety Bible, but You know, that's not just that's not where we're at right now. But I do think having faith is important. Um, Again, I'm not trying to be disrespectful of anything that you guys believe in. I'm just speaking from my perspective and like genuine studies that say that people need to have a purpose. You know, that's why people I do feel like follow faith. and, And it's like you have to believe that there is a purpose and there is something greater than you. And there is a reason that things happen. And there is like a strength and you're not alone and you don't have to carry all your burdens by yourself. And I'm going to share a quote that I come back to time and time again when I just feel a little low or feel a little lost and it makes me feel better. So hopefully it will do the same for you. It said, God who created me for a reason, who knows my pain more intimately than any other human being and who will see me to the other side. I love that quote uh, so much because I also feel like it's a part of trusting in yourself having faith within a higher power, if that's the universe or whatnot, but also having faith within yourself, like the pain and the suffering that you've endured, how that is making you more strong and and more powerful to be able to get you to the other side. You know, you take part in that too, whether you believe in God or the universe or whatever, I think it's important to note that, you know, having faith in that is important, but also having faith in yourself because you are part of that process and you are going to get yourself to the other side. So I just like that faith. Uh, I just like that quote. I mean, and there's another one that said, God is there in your trials and will carry you through the valley of despair. And I'm just I like that. I have had times where I've prayed for just like sleep or I've prayed for, you know, my animals like this happens a lot. Like I remember one of the first times I ever prayed to God was when I was like 14 years old and I had a hamster. Okay, I had two I had two hamsters, actually. The dwarf hamsters. And I think anyone who has ever had a hamster understands that, like, these stories are traumatizing. Like there's like memes on Twitter and there's memes on TikTok that like if you ever ask like how someone's hamster died it's always a traumatizing ass fucking story and like we're like all 14 years old like oh my god my hamster got electrocuted or oh my god my dog ate my hamster so I'm gonna tell you uh, the tragic story of 2d and Bub and I am a very very emotional sensitive person so I'm not gonna like be too gruesome or like you know anything like that I hate hearing stories about animals getting hurt I literally can't watch The Lion King or Bambi I. Get upset when people even talk about it I'm like shut up you know how I am why would you try to put that like just negative energy at me right now uh but so uh I wanted hamsters super bad because like I don't know I feel like it was like cool to have guinea pigs and hamsters when we were younger I don't know why I would n- I would genuinely not want one right now maybe like a bunny but we have like 85 animals in the house already and like multiple cats. And I just don't I don't trust them like they're lizard killers for sure. And that's why they aren't allowed outside anymore while I'm home because I'm not going to be picking up lizards from the ground. Um, but so I had these two um, hamsters and one day I was like in the shower and I thought they were playing. I, I had them for like a year and a half at this point by the way and i first of all, when I went to Petco, first of all, fuck Petco. Petco is just bad. I don't like Petco. I don't, I don't, I don't vibe with them at all. Um, and they're overpriced. Go to Walmart for any bones for your dog or anything like that or freaking Amazon. Don't go to Petco for your Halloween costumes this year. I'm telling you, they are ripping you off. But anyways, so I went to Petco and I went and I was like, I want a dwarf hamster. So I saw his little head pop up and I was like, oh, I was like, I want him. So he puts him in the little like cardboard box that they have. And then another hamster's head popped up. Right. And he was like, oh, well, you know, why don't you just take both? You don't want them to be alone. So he like peer pressured me and I felt bad. I didn't want to be like, no, fuck that hamster. I can be alone. Like I felt genuinely bad. I was like their brother and sister or whatever the heck. I think they were both girls. I don't know. I don't even know if they were. I don't even know their genders. That's why I went with Tootie and Bub because I thought. They were like, I don't know, maybe Tuti was a girl. Anyways, that's not important. So I was like, fine, like I guess. So I ended up taking both of the hamsters, right? So we close up the cardboard box, and then pop, pop up comes another fucking hamster. So there was three in there. Okay, I should have just taken my one and been done with it, but I allowed myself to be peer pressured, and I ended up getting two hamsters. Well, the story. A year and a half goes by. I'm in the shower one day. I'm thinking that they're playing because they're like squeaking a lot. So I come back like an hour later and it's a massacre and the fucking cage right and like bub is attacking tootie like to the max right so I like was screaming for my mom to help me and my mom was like whatever you are those hamsters I'm not helping you I'm not getting involved in that like I'm still even out of my mom to this day because I think that was so fucked up but anyways so I go and I get like a cake cutter like the plastic one to like try to separate them. and I put bub in like the hamster ball and he's like all bloody and I was like I'm sorry I don't mean to be gruesome or anything But I was like, oh, I hated him so much in that moment. So I kicked the little, I kicked the thing across the room. I was like, I hate you. Go away. Hope he got super dizzy or whatever. Um, But so I'm like looking at and I'm so upset. You know, I'm like so upset. And I'm like giving him water and I'm like petting him and whatever. And I looked up like the ER and like the vet because the like bub was like biting his like stomach and stuff. Like it was just so annoying. Like I was like, I don't understand. Like what, what are you doing? Like, you guys have been fine. You you guys have been vibing. And then all of a sudden today, and like, they had food. So it's not like they were hungry or starving or anything. Like, he had food. So then anyways, I look for the vet. And I guess it was like a weekend or something. So it was closed. So I went to school the next morning, right? And then this is the reason I'm talking about this, because I prayed to God. I prayed to God. I said, God, like, please just like, Take care of Tootie. I was like, even if you need to, like, take him to a better place, like, that's fine. But just, like, make sure he's not in any pain. Like, I was like, all I wanted was to make sure he wasn't in pain. I didn't want him hurting or anything. So I went to school. And my mom texted me that morning and I was like, how's she doing? And she was like, Malia, like his whole entire like chest is open and his stomach was like literally like eaten. She was like, she said that the vet picked him up and looked at his stomach. It was like, how is this hamster alive? And he was like, I don't understand. Because my hamster, I woke up in the morning after praying and he was like running on his wheel. He was running, like skipping, like he was having a blast. I was so happy. That's when I was like, maybe God is real because my hamster's alive. And so uh my mom was like, I don't the the, the vet says he doesn't understand how Tootie is like running around right now. So that was when like my faith really got instilled into me as a person. I was like, you know, and God is real. God is good and God is real. Um. So then, more. anyways, they said they had to put him down, right? This is a side story, but I just feel the need to say it because we're already on the rant of, like, hamsters. And, you know, I'm just having a blast right now. Like, this is bringing my serotonin up. I'm sorry. Like, I know this is, like, a sad story, but I'm, like, enjoying myself. I hope you are, too. Um, anyways, anywho. So then my mom comes home, right? And she comes home with a bag of dirt. And she's, like, they cremated him. I was like, oh, like, okay. So my fucking ass goes and like has to puts a white dress on and I make a whole ceremony. I like Googled it, like things to say at funerals and shit. And I do not believe and I know like everyone's different with this and stuff like that. So I, I completely understand. And again, I'm not trying to be disrespectful or anything, but I just don't like having like any sort of like ash in the house, Um, especially because if it's like a cremated. I just I like to be free. Like so if I ever get cremated when I'm older, I want to be like released into the woods or like the ocean. Or, I don't know. I want to be somewhere, you know, just in case, just in case. I don't know. Um. But so when my mom gave me these ashes, I was like, okay, put on a white dress, had this whole ceremony for my little hamster and I released his dirt into the field in my backyard. Honestly, now when I come to think about it, like I could have done it like a little bit better, but obviously I didn't have a car, so I couldn't like drive to the beach. And like I didn't know if hamsters like the ocean water. Like there's a lot to go into this. I thought like he's a he's a rodent, so like he'd like to be in the woods. So backyard, there you go. Backfield, there you go. Hallelujah. Have fun. Um, years later, I was telling that story at like Thanksgiving. I was like, yeah, I remember Tootie, like, you know, like remember him. Um, my mom told me that that was just dirt. I think I might have spoiled that by saying a bag of dirt, but like it was actually dirt. Like they didn't cremate him. (gasps) How rude. I like this for years of my life. Like I think she told me that when I was like 19 (laughs) for years of my life, I thought they cremated him and they put him in a little baggie for me. No, my mom just gave me a bag of dirt. Like, I guess I'm appreciative because it, like, helped me with my, like, mourning process. But still, like, what the fuck? Like, it was a bag of dirt. And now we know that uh, we just threw dirt into a field. But, you know, I still felt connected in that moment. And um, if any of you guys care to know, Bub got what he deserved later in life. I don't want to, um, you know, kill any of the vibes for you. But he got what he deserved um when he passed away uh well i guess i'll just explain it out because it's not like i killed him or anything i wouldn't have done that but i didn't want to look at him anymore so i gave him to my sister because my sister had like 85 hamsters in her room and stuff like that and uh bub ended up getting eaten by our cat so i feel like what comes around goes around or what goes around comes around so i was like bye bub Uh, peace out motherfucker you got what you deserve cool uh so sorry if that upsets you. I am very sensitive, but like I was really upset that he did that to my beautiful, beautiful two D. and I threw up my butt. I made the, at the time I thought the girls that would do raves and stuff were so cool. I didn't understand in high school what raves were. I was like a freshman. So I only saw these seniors come into school with like all those candy beads and stuff. And now I completely understand like what they are. And I've been to raves and like I can connect the dots um, but at the time, like I had no idea, but I just thought the bracelets were cool. So I would go home and I would make them. And they were like, so dumb. They would be like boobies and like, uh, dick or like, fuck you. Like they would be something like, so like just cheesy and like annoying. Um, and I would make, I made one for Tootie and Bub. So I threw out the one for Bub, of course, but I think I literally still have that Tootie one in like my high school journal. Uh, by the way, I saw this quote the other day that said if you have like a journal from like high school or anything like that middle school you should open it you should open it and you should read it and you should like reflect and see how far you've come when I look at like the way I thought in high school and the things I was dealing with in high school like uh I wanted to kind of speak on this another time but like my virginity for instance like like reading the story and like what happened between me and that boy like it's just like you want to like go in and hug yourself and you want to like kind of shake yourself and maybe slap yourself around and be like what the hell were you doing you stupid bitch we love you and we're not judging you but like what the fuck baby girl get up stand up stand up (laughs) but so like i just thought that was like a nice quote to like be able to go back and reflect and like you're on a journey right now so Pull over for a second and like look back at all the mileages that mileages, the miles that you just completed and like how far you've come and give yourself the ability to be proud, you know, and uh, fuck your fucks. Again, I just I like seeing that. I feel like I should put that on one of the hoodies, too. Just like fuck your fucks. I don't know. It, it feels like empowering for, for some reason, like, I genuinely, I genuinely like it. Um, also, too, it, 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 like, a thing that they talked about in that book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Buck, is that social media links to depression. And it's been rising ever since the pandemic. Do we even remember her, like, COVID? <laughs> like, what the hell? That, like, I feel like life has not been the same since like I don't know I just feel like everything like was weird like what even was that like I'm so sorry for any of you guys who's you know lost a loved one or were affected by that I personally got COVID I I I didn't get COVID I got COVID um I didn't get COVID while like the whole pandemic was happening but I did get COVID like three months ago and I just was like super super sleepy and I did feel like crap for about like a week and like I had a lot of mucus and such but like I was fine um and everyone that i know kind of just got sick for a little bit and then they were like back up and at it and fine um but i am sorry because i know that you know a lot of people were affected by that like i didn't get to see my grandparents for like a year um maybe it was a little bit over a year like they my grandparents were older so they took it very very seriously as i as they should like i didn't necessarily want them outside and i was very upset when i would hear people like getting fake vaccine cards and things like that and like going out like when they knew they had covid to like grocery stores and such like things like that i'm like hello like Just just even if you don't care about, you know, another 20 year old because like you think that we're all going to be fine and we're strong enough. Like what if that 20 year old thinks that they've been safe and then they go and have dinner like with like me, you know, if I went to have dinner with my grandpa, like, you know, you just never know. And I just feel like that's like the thing that people were kind of missing when it came to like quarantining and like being sick and taking it seriously. Because like I didn't I wasn't able to see my grandpa for a very long time because he was very worried and I was worried and we didn't want to be around him even chancing that um then when the vaccines came out i know everyone is different about the vaccine My grandpa is um really really smart man. He has his doctor's degree, not in an actual doctor, but um so he did a lot of research on it and he wanted to do it. So he got it and he asked me if we could get it. My family could get it so that we could go to dinner and he could feel better because he missed us because we hadn't seen him. So at that point, like I didn't really care to get the vaccine. Um, like I wasn't going to get it if it wasn't you know because of that. Like I just didn't care. It's like the flu vaccine. Like I'm not. I not really interested in it um but yeah I really wanted to see my grandpa so I was like I don't give a fuck like I will totally take that um so again not forcing anything on anybody but um but I just that was a side story I just can't believe we went through like a pandemic I it's so crazy when you think about it like literally for so long like it's still going on like today like this whole COVID thing like it's so weird like how did that happen where did like I, the It doesn't make any sense. And just even thinking about COVID yourself, like COVID me, there's a lot of influencers that say that they are pandemic influencers because that's the only reason I started TikTok. Uh, It was when COVID had just hit and I literally started TikTok. So, so many of us just started like going on your phone more. Like it's so, isn't TikTok, TikTok blew up because of the pandemic too, I'm pretty sure. I don't really remember it being like too big of a thing until, um, That whole thing happened. Uh, But yeah, so social media is linked to depression because you go online and you see... You know, if you're having a bad day, you're going to see a hundred other people happy and you're going to feel inadequate, you know, and I, and I, it's so clear. We talk about this all the time. Like if I am overthinking like a post or if I just feel like crappy that day, like sometimes you just wake up and there's a pimple on your face or your hair just isn't like slicking back though that you want and you just don't have the right outfit on and you just feel like shit. You just feel bad and you don't feel as confident. You just feel like, oh, and then you go online and you see about 85 girls with perfect eyelashes and like perfect bodies and everything just looks amazing on them and like they they look great and you feel inadequate like or they're just like happy with their relationships and they're posting up the most cutest most adorable pictures and you know vacations and money and outfits and it's just like you feel like down I don't have a Chanel bag. Like what the hell? I, I I want one of those. Like I what am I? I only have a Target bag, which by the way, I will always be a fan of Target bags. Always, 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 always. Target is amazing. Target bags are great. Purses are absolutely amazing. There's a like a little collection in there called like Wildflower or a, a day at home or life day or day something. I don't know. Used, I think it might have clicked in some of your eyes' heads if you know what I'm talking about. But I really like that little collection and I um, have many bags from there. So I'm fine not having a Chanel bag. They're like $10,000. So personally, I don't necessarily feel the need to get that. Like a Gucci bag, a Prada bag, whatever. Th- sorry, this is not, this is literally the exact opposite of what I'm trying to do. But see, see how social media has ingrained into a head. If social media wasn't a thing, I would have never even known that designers existed because I would be going to... Target and I would be happy and just living like you low know, loca and that little wildflower day in the life section. But again, like you go online and you compare yourselves to all these people and you feel inadequate, you feel like you're not doing enough, or you're not where you should be, and you give too many fucks, you know, and it's always most of the time about the wrong thing. You know, you can sit and be anxious about Being lost on campus or, you know, not having the right outfit or laughing too loud at a dinner 18 weeks ago, you know, or a boy. You can be so stressed out about these things, but you're not worried about, you know, your job or your future or, you know, your gym routine or that book that you're reading or like, you know, like we're not worried and focused at or focused with the right And we're giving too many fucks to all the wrong things. And part of the book talked about this uh, author or this like poetry guy. I forgot his name. But they talked about how like he was a total just like piece of crap. He was a mean person. He was a total drunk. He didn't put any effort into anything, but he was extremely successful. So the book, I was so of not giving a fuck. It literally says like, stop trying. Stop trying. Because when you don't try so hard, things can come naturally. And obviously you take it with a grain of salt you know, you still put effort in and you still try your best at certain aspects. But I did also read that you should only really dedicate yourself to one or two things. You know, I have a problem with like, even in my day to day routines and things like that, I have a problem with trying to get a billion things done. But I've been super good recently at not doing that. I've been super good at kind of pacing myself and making sure I'm like, taking care of priorities and like getting better at, organizing, you know, but it says that you're supposed to only really focus on one to two things. So for me right now, like podcast is number one. And then I have been doing my YouTube and then like Instagram, you know, kind of just throughout that. But those have been my main two focuses and I feel good about it and like super productive. So try that out. See see if you can really kind of like look at your life and, and try to find those two things you really, really care about. You know, whether that's like going to school and getting your degree or, you know, trying to find that job that you really, really care about or those internships that you need, you know, like try to focus on making the making it smaller, you know, if that makes sense, like try to make it easier and simpler for yourself than overloading yourself with everything. But I did love that quote, like him saying basically like, stop trying so fucking hard because it will come naturally. You know, and that guy being a complete drunk and just writing some shit poetry and him being super successful is just interesting to me. Obviously, I'm not going to be like, eh, whatever, fuck it all. I'm going to still definitely try my best, but I just think that's nice because sometimes we are stressing way, way, way too hard and we need to relax because sometimes things do come naturally and it's all about finding a balance and like trying but also relaxing, being happy and and, and being content but also having your bad days and your low moments or a moment where you get angry when you want to be a peaceful person. You know, it's all about balance because if you don't have balance, I mean, what the hell, you know, and there was also a funny thing that they said that book, they said um, you aren't special so stop spreading yourself thin average isn't bad, and I just thought that was so funny, it made me crack up because, you know, I think that's important, I think that I think that in America, people tell you all the time, like, you can do anything, you know, and when and, and when you're growing up as a kid, like your parents say, you could do anything you put your mind to. And while that is true, I know for a fact, if I tried to be like a rocket scientist, I wouldn't be able to do that. I, I don't think I'd be able to go into space. Like, I don't think that that's something that like is in my range of expertise. I suck at math and I don't want to be anywhere near space. So, you know what I mean? I just think it's funny because I think that you're always told that you, can do everything and anything. And I think that, yes, that's partly true, but also it's good to be realistic. You know, I was told that I could be a superstar and a pop star and whatever, even though I have no, no sort of rhythm. Like if I was called up on stage and like was told to break dance, I I would honestly, I would honestly jump into a hole. I, I, I would run out of the back door, and I would never be seen from or heard of again. I'd probably delete all of my social medias, and I would just disappear off the face of the earth because I don't know how to dance. Not one part of me. I can twerk a little, like uh 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 but like other than that, like no no no, there's no rhythm there, baby. Don't even look, don't even try. Um, but I was told all my life I have such a good singer and I could be a pop star and all this stuff. So when I hit like and just in general, like I was told I could do anything in the world. So when I hit like 18, I kind of like had this like crash into reality of like how hard world the world actually is, like paying bills and and paying for you know your gas and groceries and insurance and just life in general like dealing with electricity people and like all the phone calls and like life in general is a lot harder than that so yes while you can always do whatever you put your mind to you know it's still, like, it's good to just be, like, average isn't bad. You know, if I'm, like, averagely paying my rent and I'm, like, just, like, coasting a little bit along that, like, adulthood and adulting situation, that's okay. You know, I don't need to be, what's that girl, Emily or something on TikTok? The one that, like, makes all the cutting videos and she was the one that did that, like, salmon rice thing. Do you guys know who I'm talking about? She, like, makes the most aesthetically pleasing videos of her in her organized kitchen making all those meals and like at the end of the video she like takes a bite and she goes mmm yeah like her she like didn't she graduate from like Harvard and her boyfriend is like or her fiance is like a neuroscientist or something like that like they are just they're just I can't I'm not (laughs) I'm not going to be striving for that because I feel like some people are just I don't know. Some people are just built different. Like I do my best with my podcast and my YouTube and I'm proud of myself, but like, I'm not going to be a neuroscientist. So I don't know if you, if you understood, which I hope you did. Um, you know, we're, we're like one in the same pod, you know, we're two peas in a pod. Like we get it. You know, you have to have a little bit of dark humor and some sarcasm in there and you have to be able to laugh at yourself. Um, and if I offended you, like, I'm sorry. I love you. I send you hugs. Please don't be mad at me. Mwah. But yes, it's all about fucking your fucks in this episode and just being raw with yourself and just being genuinely an authentic version of yourself and allowing yourself to say, I feel like shit and I don't give a fuck or just saying, I don't give a fuck. Like in that challenge, I don't give a fuck what is meant for me will find me. And please, if you do it, tag me because I'm going to be looking out for those. And another quote I want to close up with was from, I think I'm saying his name right, Herman Hesse. If I'm not, like, I, I mean, I'm assuming that I might be, probably not, but it's fine. Uh, said, some of us think holding on makes us strong, but sometimes it is letting go. I just love that. I think that's so Perfect. And I think that's so true. We think that if we're trying to hold on to everything. It's like we're strong and we're getting through it all. But sometimes it's letting go. It's relaxing. It's noting that, hey, I've done a lot this week and I might get overwhelmed. So I need to sit down and be patient with myself and allow myself some time to relax. Because if I overwhelm myself, that's not going to get me anywhere. That's not being strong or tough. That's not listening to yourself, your body, and your mind. So I just love that quote. And I think that there is strength in letting go. You know, even sometimes if you're thinking about, relationships and moving on without closure moving on with pain that is strength being able to move on without that closing conversation or that apology like those are the strongest people you know we walk in silence and we hold our head up high and we lick our wounds by ourselves and that my dear is strength so I just wanted to share that with you guys. But thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. I will be looking out for your challenges. And please don't forget to follow the podcast Instagram. I'm also learning to um, incorporate like a theme song for the podcast. I don't know if you guys remember from Amir Talk one. I would like singing it. I was like, welcome to a brand new day where all your worries go away. Um, oh God, I can't believe that just like popped out. Like I just remembered it. So I don't think I'm going to be singing this one because I don't want to hurt your ears and your, your just like body and your energy. So, um, I think I'm just going to try to come up with like a really nice tune. So that might be. Put into this episode or maybe the next one but yeah I'm definitely gonna try to just be taking this more seriously and again like my podcast chair I think I said that before already is like on its way so we'll be filming this shortly I think I'm just gonna be, be putting it on my YouTube I was also thinking about maybe um trying to like live stream it but who knows, like maybe I could do it on my TikTok, like go on live for parts of my podcast episodes or something and talk to you and do like a and a type of vibe or whatever. Um, but yeah, I definitely just like wanted to share that with you guys. And I love you guys so, so, so much. I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your day or beautiful evening or just have a lot of love surrounding you because I'm sending it to you and I'm holding your hand. So I love you so much. I hope you love yourself, too.